Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without speaking about NeoPost and their IS-280 postage meter. So think about all the time small businesses spend to process and send mail and packages. You know, if we spend just 15 minutes a day doing it, that's more than seven full days a year focused on mailing and shipping. And that's just crazy. I recently spoke to NeoPost, and they told me that one of the smartest things to start doing today to save time and money is to use the IS-280 postage meter to handle all our mail processing without ever leaving my office. So here's how it works. The IS-280 weighs and then automatically tells me what postage amount my mail or package needs. Not only do I pay 6% less to send first-class mail, but time's also saved by not having to run to the post office in Easton for postage. The IS-280 allows you to spend more time managing business and less time managing mail. Now, here's the great part. For a limited time, our listeners can get six months free by using the promo code FRANCHISE. All you have to do is visit neopost280.com forward slash franchise and enter your zip code to see if you qualify, followed by the promo code FRANCHISE to lock in six months free. That's neopost280.com forward slash franchise. Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Marty Flanagan from Code Ninjas. And Code Ninjas, founded in 2016, is the fastest-growing kids' coding franchise in the United States. Code Ninjas teaches kids ages 7 to 14 how to code in a fun, welcoming, and non-intimidating atmosphere using game-based curriculum. And we're going to talk to Marty about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. 
For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Marty Flanagan from Code Ninjas. And Code Ninjas was founded in 2016 and is the fastest-growing kids' coding franchise in the United States. Hi, Marty. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time to connect with me. This is great. Uh, this is my pleasure, Marty. You know, I've been following his franchise for, for quite some time now, you know, and, and it's it really amazing, you know, when I looked at, you know, the growth that, you know, is, is taking place. But maybe, we, you know, we can kind of go back to the beginning. You know, how did the brand actually get its start, Marty? Well, what we, you know, in the beginning, you know, we, we were teaching adults how to code. So yeah. for about five years, we ran a company teaching adults how to code who had no knowledge, no base of coding, programming, understanding, and, and we took them into the world of this new career for them. So they would be, could be soon to be retirees, construction workers, mm-hmm. moving them into this world of coding. And as we did that, we kept getting questions over and over and over again. I, you know, how can my kids learn this stuff? How can my kids do this? How right. can I get my kids involved? And, and that just kind of, you know, uh, 
uh, out of out of you know necessity comes all you know great ideas and right. Ferris said that and and that's really where Code Ninjas came from and uh, by studying the market and you know David Graham the founder of Code Ninjas really did a, a tremendous amount of research uh, before even connecting with me to to kind of take this into the franchising realm and, and putting everything together. That's fantastic, Marty. It, and it must be interesting too, Marty, you know, because I mean, teaching um, children, you know, as, as, as you're aware, you know, is much different than teaching adults, isn't it? You know, so I mean, what I'm saying is like, I think kids are almost like, from what I understand, I've never taught a seven to 14 year old, but they're almost like sponges, aren't they? They seem to absorb everything, don't they? Well, they do. And not only that, it, it, they are able to navigate I mean, their brains are already working to navigate through the system. So we have to teach ourselves, you know, they're learning off of, you know, devices when as young as, I mean, look at some of the devices out there. They started at like two and three years old. So they're learning how to navigate on these devices, you know, where we had to learn it, they're learning it as they're little. So it's the way their brain is working. And uh, they're really, when it comes to, you know, obviously kids, it's making it fun. If kids aren't having fun, and they're not enjoying it. I mean, they will get bored. They will stop. Right. So that was a big challenge that we had in the beginning is how, how can we have kids consistently having fun and right. teaching them at the same time? How big is this industry, Marty? You know, I know this is, this is you know, what I like about this industry is it's growth potential. You know, I mean, it's, this industry is certainly growing, isn't it? But are there any numbers as far as how big it actually is? In, ter- uh, in terms of the kid side of it or just in coding world in general? Well, I guess the coding world in general, it's safe to say that's huge, isn't it? You know, I, I guess, you know, your industry that, you know, I guess you're categorizing a particular industry in franchising, um, you know, and how big would that industry actually be? Currently right now, I think the opportunity is a lot, is obviously enormous. When it comes right. to uh, looking over the marketplace and saying, okay, who is franchising, uh, out there and being even similar to what we're doing, which we did a lot of work on. And there's really only a couple other franchises out there that do, uh, that they're teaching right. kids how to code that are actually franchises. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, we, we obviously studied that very closely uh, before taking our program out there to really create the differentiator between us and everybody else. Uh, and, and that is our program is three to four years long. Uh, currently on the marketplace, the longest program is 21 weeks, uh, and ours is weeks. ongoing. Uh, so it's, it's really something. something that kids, they practice these skills ongoing. It's not like drinking from a fire hose. We're spoon feeding right. our kids where they're practicing their critical thinking skills or problem-solving skills uh, on a regular basis. It's like compound interest as they work through our curriculum. It just keeps working for them. That's terrific. Well, it was interesting, you know, when I was reading about Code Ninjas, Marty, you know, is, is that, you know, you launched your franchise opportunity, I think it was, you know, less than a year ago, you know, and, and the company is already up to, it was like 70 franchises. So there's this demand and there's this, this interest for your business. I mean, what, what is all the, the, I guess we could even call it success or demand attributed to? Yeah, we, we came together, you know, last year and, and really started putting things together, but we really didn't launch our franchise and, t- and really marketing to the marketplace until mid-January. Right. And currently, currently we're sitting at 77 signed and sold franchise territories uh, as of today. Uh, and we're, we're projected to reach 100 by the end of the year. And just as a side note, 
you know, as David Graham and myself and Bert were mm-hmm. all sitting here with only with only us three, and we were trying to think of our goals for this year, we thought, right. man, if we can just hit twenty, <laughs> just twenty by the end of the year, that would be right. validating, energizing. If we could just reach twenty, and to to now look and say, well, we're going to hit, we're projected right now with scheduled sign dates. Um, everything is very process focused over here. So on scheduled sign dates, we're, we're already scheduled to reach projected to reach a hundred plus signed franchise agreements by the end of, uh, by the end of this year. That's really, it's, it's incredible. And it must be very exciting, you know, for your team, you know, because you know that you have something, I mean, there's a demand for, you know, your, your, your product, your service, and there's a demand for the franchise opportunity as well. I had a chance to, watch one of your discovery days on, on YouTube, you know, and I, and, and I said, okay, I get it. I, I, I see exactly what, what this company is doing and I understand why, you know, it's becoming as popular as it is. Maybe we could talk a little bit about franchising, Marty. I mean, it, it, what types of, of characteristics do you guys look for in your franchisees? You know, it, it, and I, I mean, I've been in franchising for over 13 years and I, mm-hmm. I was part of one brand for 12 years and, now yeah. over here for the last year, year and a half. And it, the last brand I was with, I literally helped onboard more than 2,000 franchisees. And, and I can tell you that it's really hard to look at a piece of paper and determine who's going to be successful and who's not. Yeah. But, but right. there, there is one common thread that runs through every single, um, you know, it, when it comes to being a franchisee and all these characteristics, there's, there's really that one common thread. And it's, you know, it's understanding and following the system. Mm-hmm. When when right. when a franchisee when you come aboard of a franchise and you really examine you know the business model the the business driver ethics and, and the business offering of that franchise you really have to truly understand their system and how can you uh, shine with inside their system and and uh, as we were building Code Ninjas we we constantly were looking at how can we allow our franchisees to be who they are and not get bogged down with the day to day. Um, the, the, some of those day-to-day pieces that really can slow them down where they're not creating that dynamic culture where people want to, I mean, kids really want to be a part of it and parents want their kids to be a part of it. Uh, so it, it's really how we following the system and how can you as an individual be a part of that system to, right. to really allow your gifts to shine with, uh, with inside their brand, right? It's, it's building your brand underneath their brand. And, and sure, that's really how we look at Code Ninjas is, is how can we allow our franchisees to build their brand underneath the Code Ninjas umbrella? What is the training like, Marty? I mean, once you decide, you know, that you do like them, you know, and they like you and they do want to come aboard as a franchisee, I mean, do they typically come out to headquarters then? Is that how it works? Yeah, usually 90% of our franchisees have already been to our headquarters during a discovery day. Our discovery days uh, usually have anywhere from 20 to 30 individuals that, that, uh, that come to our discovery days, uh, which usually is about 10 to 15 groups. Um, and so they've already met the team. They've already been at our headquarters. Uh, and when they come to new franchisee training, uh, we, we have it scheduled. We have it in our FDD as a five day training course, obviously in the beginning with smaller groups, we can, we can get through the material a little bit faster, uh, but we like having those every month and making them very personal so we are able right. to address each franchisee's needs right there on the spot in terms of whatever their strengths or weaknesses. Uh, it's really a lot of pieces to the puzzle inside of new franchisee training, and we want to make sure that we're able to um, kind of meet them where they're sitting because some of our franchisees don't have a heavy tech background. 
So maybe right, we need to spend right. more time on the technology and curriculum side of it, where other franchisees may have, you know, a very in-depth, you know, tech background. So we spend a little, we can spend a little bit less time with them in that area, and maybe more on the day-to-day operation. It's interesting having that diversity, um, Marty. You know, and so what were some of your franchisees doing? I guess you know before becoming franchisees, have you found that diver- it sounds like there is some diversity there? You know, like they're coming from all walks of life. Um, you know, and it could, I imagine, it could even be husband and wife franchisees. But maybe talk a little bit about like you know their demographics or what some of them may have been doing before becoming franchisees. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of it, it's from one end of the one end of the spectrum to the other. We have. Um, retiring teachers. We have right, that would make three sense. Different, three different groups of retiring teachers, individuals, I should say, husband and wife. They're retiring, and every single one of them been teaching for 20 to 25 years, from you know, down in Miami, Florida, That's clever, to right. California, to you know, inside of Chicago. It, it's um, to where they're retiring teachers. We have physicians, uh, and one in Florida. We have a PhD in economics who graduated wow. and now is opening up his code ninjas. We have um, a vice president of a chamber uh, in a major metropolitan area who, you know, she's done with that and, and moving on and she has zero tech background. Uh, so wow. it's kind of all over. We have uh, a husband and wife team that could easily retire if they wanted to in their early forties, but they're choosing right. to take this on and really grow and invest their time in their community. So it's, it's really kind of all over, but there, there is a common thread. There, we have some very, very solid franchisees who see the vision, who see where we're going, and, and have the risk factor. You know, we understand that we're not in a, exactly in a, in a stage that's meant for everybody in terms right. of a newer franchise. Uh, but, but we attract a certain group, and that certain group, when we get them together and we, they, we allow them to collaborate on obviously on a regular basis uh, – you know, it, 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 they really fit well together. And, and that collaboration from day one is really part of our DNA. And they know that. So it really build. they really are able to build off one another. It's a very reciprocal relationship. It's not like one's driving the bus. Right. You, you've been doing this quite a long time now, Marty. You know, when I was studying your background, you know, you've been involved in franchising for well over a decade. What advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Because as you know, and you think you were saying earlier, it's, you know, there's a lot out there today. I mean, there's just so much to choose from. And most of our listeners, they don't even know where to begin, you know. So from everything you know and everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to them in their quest to buy a franchise? I, I break it down, and I tell everybody this all the time, you know, and, and, um, and it's, it's such a tricky question because it mm-hmm. does really vary per individual. But I always right. bring up the business model. What is the business model? Like, how is it packaged? What is the monetary right. side of it? What is the marketing? How is the business model packaged? Uh, and, and, and they really have to examine that. Do they agree with right. that? Do they, do they see the business model as a package? Do they, do they have the buy-in just through that business model and how it's packaged together? And, and right. then looking at the business, then the second is, what is the, what is the drive, the ethics, the plan of that business? Like, what is their... Are they driven? You know, how are they driven? What is their purpose of the, of you know, ours is kids have fun, parents see results. We want to mm-hmm. truly create the best problem solvers of this next generation. We want to create the best problem solvers of the world. And does all that line up? The last thing is the offering, you know, the, the, the product, the business offering, the business product. Is it at the, is it, in the right place. I mean, is it something right. that you believe in? Are you passionate about it? Um, 
in franchising and being an entrepreneur, you have your ups and downs. And some days you're not sure. going to want to get out of bed. You're not going to want to go do what you have to do. But that passion fills your tank. And if you're passionate about what you're doing, you are going to have still have down days. But that passion is really going to push you through to to do that what set up for that schedule for that day and do some of the things you right. don't want to do and push through that downtime. But, but you have to, that passion has to be there. Um, in, I always, I, I work with people uh, that have never been involved in franchising. I'm on the phone eight to 10 hours a day. I'm booked up three or four days out. Um, and, and um, this is what I'm passionate about. I love working with franchisees, entrepreneurs, plugging them in, and I'm authentically and I'm very genuine about my passion and excitement for them to be able to get plugged into the right franchise. And if, if my franchise is the right franchise, I'm even more excited. Right. And if it's not the right one, maybe, maybe I help them with their direction a little bit after our phone call. I think that's fantastic. I think that's, <clears throat> that's excellent advice. So where do you see the organization? I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, Marty, I mean, where do you see Code Ninja's maybe 10 years down the road. It's a resource for teaching not just kids, but families, safe technology, teaching kids how to code, teaching kids coding through that game-based curriculum, but also being seen as a resource. How are we right. seen as a resource for parents for understanding safe technology and understanding safe social media? And, uh, you know, I think that there's so much that Code Ninjas can do to be seen as a resource in communities. Uh, I think we're That's just... True just scratching the surface on the areas in, uh, on which a Code Ninjas can be successful. Uh, really excited for some of the markets that the numbers maybe don't always uh, line up on the bird's eye view, but the franchisees who live and breathe in that community say, no, this is the right community. And we're really excited to see their success and be able to show that success to those who live in similar communities that maybe – you didn't think a Code Ninjas, based on the bird's eye numbers, maybe wouldn't be as successful as you think, and, and watching them thrive. That's fantastic. How can our listeners, Marty, get more information on uh, Code Ninjas, of course, as the franchise opportunity, but even <clears throat> as a service itself? Are there any websites that they can go to? You know, I, I, obviously going to CodeNinjas.com is obviously very helpful. Uh, they can, you can actually read a ton about us. Our blog is also on there, which is very helpful. Uh, they can always email myself, marty at codeninjas.com, for any other resources they may need to look deeper into who we are and what we're about. That's fantastic. It's really a pleasure having you on the show, Marty. I'd like to. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. 
franchisers? Are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over seven years now we've been asking the franchisors one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Dory Roberts, the founder of the Engineering for Kids franchise. And Engineering for Kids offers a suite of programs for children ages 4 to 14, introducing them to science, technology, engineering, and math. Hi, Dory. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's our pleasure, Dory. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Dory? We are in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh, okay, fantastic. Um, how's the weather down there today? Um, you know, we had a little bit of uh, snow overnight, mm-hmm. but it's supposed yeah. to warm up nicely today. Oh, that's fantastic. I have a um, I have a six-year-old son, Dory, so I, and this was fantastic because we can see him sort of starting to become interested in, like, science and technology. So I was really excited to have you on the show. And it seems like that's how you came up with this concept, isn't it? Maybe you could talk a little bit about the history of, of engineering for kids and how you came up with the idea. Sure, absolutely. Uh, yes, I was inspired by my own children. Um, I'm a former high school engineering teacher, mm-hmm. so... I I taught engineering at the high school level for 11 years, and while I was teaching, I was also the advisor of the school's Technology Student Association. So I had a a chance to take my students to state uh, state competitions and national-level competitions in technology, engineering, and architecture. And one year, when my own children were, were small, we had a national competition in Orlando, Florida, and I, I decided that I'd take my own kids along with me and sort of combine it with a family trip. And, right. you know, my kids would never forgive me if I went to Orlando and didn't bring them along. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so brought them along with me, and they were six and eight at the time, so you can yeah. relate to this with your six-year-old. Sure. And they fell in love with everything that my high school students were doing. And they wanted to compete, too. You know, they were ready to to jump in there, and and it really got them very excited about engineering and architecture and technology. So because I saw that spark and that interest in them, I decided to start looking for programs to put them in in engineering. And I found very quickly that I couldn't find any. So I had this fantastic opportunity to uh, volunteer just as a mom, to teach an after-school program at their school. So I took what I was doing with my, my high school students, and I, I changed the curriculum and I changed the, uh-huh. um, the project design to make it more developmentally appropriate for elementary-age right. children. And that first program was a civil engineering class. And I received a fantastic response from not only the students but from the parents and the administrators as well. They were very excited 
and to see the students' excitement um, made it even more um, of a, a great opportunity. And they started asking me what else I had to offer, right, right. Um, and, and if I could come back and offer more classes. And the parents were asking, "Do you do summer camps?" So. I started thinking about it and decided this may be a great business opportunity here. Right, so right. I ended up quitting my teaching job. I started engineering for kids, and I added much more than just after-school programs. I added summer camps and evening classes and wow. scout programs and birthday parties and in-school field trips. And I uh, expanded my curriculum quite a bit over the next couple of years and um, expanded it to include middle school as well as the preschool mm-hmm. age kids, so uh, it now reaches ages 4 to 14. And a couple of years into it, I started getting parents who were emailing me from other parts of the country saying, you know, do you have an engineering for kids in Atlanta, Georgia, right, or right. do you know of any programs in our state? And I was also getting parents locally saying, hey, my sister in Chicago is looking for programs for my nephew. You know, right. do you have anything out there? So I started thinking, you know, what is the best way to grow engineering for kids? And I did a lot of research and decided that franchising really was the best way to grow because you have that owner-operator that knows their right. own community best. So I started, started doing all the research and uh, all the legal work and started preparing operations manuals and, and getting all my curriculum manuals together and, and started wow. franchising and we sold our first franchise at the end of 2011, wow, and uh, today we now have uh, 92 locations worldwide. 92. That's a, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing story story. I, I mean, I, I love you telling this story. I mean, it's just and it, and it's interesting the teacher in you too. You know, I mean, you're still really mm-hmm. um, you're still really getting to teach in a way, aren't you? You know, yes, it, it, yes, on, on on a different level now. You know what I mean? So it's yes, just um, yes. it really is. It, it's 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 a wonderful story. Um, how do you describe the franchise? I mean, like if you were at a franchise show. And someone mm-hmm. came up to your booth and they said, okay, so what do you do? How do you typically respond to them? That's a great question. Uh, I, I first say that, you know, we inspire children to become mm-hmm. the next yeah. generation of engineers. So first start right. with that um, because that's really the heart of what we right. want to do is inspire children to want to yeah, become engineers and fulfill those very important uh, careers. Uh, that you know that we so need, but um, and then I explain to them you know what a franchisee does, and and that's offer programs uh, in engineering, and mm-hmm. and we cover the various fields of engineering, and and the way in in which they uh, teach those programs is through classes and camps and parties and workshops. Wow, that's fantastic! Has technology played a role in this in this business story? Uh, uh yes, it's. Uh, played a role in the business in several different ways, Um, Mm -hmm. uh, one with uh, getting the word out that that our franchise is available through through the Internet and and franchise portals, and we also use quite a bit of technology in our daily operations. Um, So our uh, franchisees, when they come on board, they they receive a website that um, they are able to customize for their own local market, and they also receive... Uh, registration software. So parents are able to go onto their local website 
and find the classes that are in their area and register right there online, which is great for the franchisees yeah. because then they can pay right there for the classes and um, right. you know then the, the franchisees get that money directly in their bank account. So, um, so yeah, we have integrated quite a bit of technology into our into the on the business side of things, and then on the student side of things and and the teaching part. Um, you know, we use uh, we use laptop computers for some uh -huh. of our programs, and we use Lego Robotics, which uh, includes oh, wow. programming software, and we do electronic game design. So there's quite a bit of technology involved uh, from the student end as well. That's fantastic. Are there are there numbers on on your industry uh, yet, or have you, that you've seen anyway? I mean, I, I'm assuming that this is a pretty big market. I mean, when you're talking about children from the age of four to 14, you know, it's kind mm -hmm. of assumed that it's a pretty big audience. Are there any hard numbers or that you've come across anyway? Um, not yet, because yeah. uh, we're relatively yeah. relatively new. new. Right. But um, we, it's interesting how popular our junior programs are. Really? So that that has been the the biggest pleasant surprise in all of this. Um, I knew I knew that the elementary and middle age would would get a lot of uh, right. we get a lot of business from that end. But it's really been a great surprise that there are so many parents and preschools excited yeah. about engineering as young as four year olds, which is that has been a lot of fun and really fantastic for our, our franchisees to be able to get a lot of business um, from those those little ones. Oh, of course, absolutely. You know, and, and, and it's great to, as you said, inspire and <clears throat> develop that spark at such a young age, you know, because we really don't mm -hmm. do that in this country, do we? You know, I mean, we focus so much on, like, we have the Olympics on it, and a lot of those children start mm -hmm. at such a young age, but why not start mm -hmm. with with something like this, with technology and mm -hmm. engineering and things like that? It, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does, and what's so interesting is, you know, I spent 11 years as a high school engineering teacher, and I spent a lot of time getting high school students interested in engineering and especially especially inspiring girls and it oftentimes at the high school level sometimes it's a little bit too late to get them yeah, really excited yeah. about engineering because you really have to take the right courses in high school sure. in order to uh, be competitive to get into an engineering school so it's really great that we're catching them before high school and right. getting them excited about it and interested in it. I, I can't tell you how many people, um, students I came across at the high school level who really didn't understand what engineering was. And right. after taking my class would say, man, I wish I had known how cool this was sooner. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so it's it's really exciting to see the little ones, you know, say, I want to be an engineer. That's really cool. It's amazing, right, because, I mean, y you don't really see that often, you know. I mean, at that age, mm -hmm. they'll say, you know, they want to be a police officer or a firefighter, mm -hmm. or something like that. And, you know, it is interesting mm -hmm. also, you know, because we've noticed, too, with our son, you know, he's he's learning Spanish now and, and how open mm -hmm. their minds are at that age. It would make right. sense to, you know, yeah. learn engineering and technology and things like that. So I, I think I think the concept is, is, is fascinating. So I, I, I really yes. like this concept. Um, yeah. Has there been anything like what's been like the most interesting thing that's happened to you since starting the business? I mean, I'm sure you have a hundred stories, Dory, but is anything particularly stand <laughs> out? Um, I guess what has been really cool is to you know seeing engineering um, 
for kids be you know popular here in Virginia. Yeah. We're in Northern Virginia, outside mm-hmm. of Washington D.C., and so uh, people in this community are very career-minded, and so sure. it has been just amazing to see what a great response Engineering for Kids has received all over the yeah. country, and um, you know our first. Our first franchisees were on the West Coast, um, one in Portland and another in San Francisco Bay Area. And both of those areas are very high-tech areas. And so um, it's it's really been exciting uh, what a great response we've received on on the West Coast as well as the East Coast. And then um, our uh, Texas owners are are doing amazing things as well. So it's been – that that would have to be the coolest thing so far that I've seen is just the great response we've received all across the country. That's fantastic. What types of characteristics will you look for in your franchisees, Dory? We look for, uh, first and foremost, uh, franchisees who, who love children and who are uh-huh. interested in yeah, in serving children and family-oriented. So we're yeah. finding that uh, great franchisees are, are franchisees who are well-connected in their community. Um, it, they don't have to be a, a parent, but are, are some of our franchise owners who uh, have kids that have are either currently in the school system or have gone mm-hmm. through the school system and and understand how the school system works that we have found that's beneficial um, we also uh, are looking for people who aren't afraid to work hard um, sure. you know no business is uh, is going to come quick and easy so we're looking for people right. who are who are uh, interested in uh, putting in the legwork and, and getting mm-hmm. out in the community and, and introducing themselves and making those connections and um, so we have found that, that um, you know, our go-getters are doing fantastic. So um, I, I think that, that that combination, they don't have to be teachers. They don't have to be right, engineers. Right. That's a very common question that we get from sure. prospects is, you know, do I have to be a teacher or do right, I have to come right. from an engineering background? And our franchisees come from all backgrounds. And so, um, you know, we train them on uh, the business side and we train mm-hmm. them on uh, the curriculum, and as part of our training, we even go out to their community and we train oh, okay. them and and their teachers in the curriculum to get them ready to go. So um, they, you know, they don't necessarily have to have uh, you know engineering or teaching experience. That's great. And for the training, do they actually come out to your headquarters, Dory? Is that how that works? They do. It's a two-part mm-hmm. training. So they come to our corporate headquarters in Fredericksburg, Virginia, for three days of training. And during that time, they will receive marketing, business training. They also receive a curriculum overview, and they get to observe an Engineering for Kids class so they can see, um, you know, what a class really looks like. Then they go, they go back to their communities, and they hire their staff. Once they have their, their teachers hired, then we come out to them for two days, Mm-hmm. And we train them and their staff in curriculum and get them ready to start offering programs. Wow, that's great. How would you describe a typical day um, as a franchisee, Dory, for our listeners? A typical day uh, would be, um, you know, maybe the morning spent, um, you know, returning emails and doing mm-hmm. some marketing activities and making contacts with schools and parents. Uh, there are uh, opportunities during the day to offer programs to homeschools and to uh, the junior programs, the preschools. Then after-school programs are very popular, and those are uh, run throughout mm-hmm. the afternoon. 
There's also opportunity to offer programs in the evenings for scout groups or evening classes at parks and recreation centers or at local YMCAs. Then on the weekends, there's opportunities for weekend classes as well as birthday parties, which are very popular. Wow, that's fantastic. If You know, if I asked you 15 years ago that you would be doing this story, I mean, what would you have said to me? <laughs> I wouldn't have dreamed 15 years yeah. ago that I would be doing this, but I, I couldn't be happier, and that's I'm very fantastic. excited. You know, I you know, graduated from college with a, a master's degree in technology education, and I knew right, I wanted right. to teach engineering. And so I was, uh, you know, very happy to, you know, inspire high school students. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to think that I'm I'm now um, inspiring a much larger audience is just sure. beyond my wildest dreams. That's fantastic. What advice would you give to our, our listeners? We call them like aspiring franchisepreneurs. You know, I mean, most of them know that mm-hmm. they want to get into franchising, but we find that most of them don't even know where to begin. So what right. advice would you give to them? I would tell them to follow their passion and mm-hmm. to really take a look at what they uh, like to do on a daily basis and what inspires them. And if it's if it's children that inspires them, then then maybe something like this uh, would be good for them. Um, sure. If they you know prefer working with uh, an older group, then maybe a different type of uh, franchise. But really think about um, what uh, what gets them out of bed in the morning and what will inspire right. them on a daily basis and what they'll be happy, you know, pursuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's just great advice. So where do you see yourself maybe like three to five years down the road, Dory? Um, we are planning to continue growing uh, both domestically and internationally, mm-hmm. and we're also growing our curriculum. So we are uh, looking in the next several years to add more program areas to give our our franchisees additional revenue streams. Um, And uh, the international market is uh, pretty, um, we're pretty new at that, and so we're planning to continue growing there as well. That's fantastic. And I guess, I mean, it makes sense, too. I mean, it it really is international, isn't it? I mean, if you think about it. I mean, it could really apply to any part of the world, couldn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. It really does, yes. We had a fantastic opportunity to travel to India to help our first international owner uh, get opened, and we got to go to some of the schools with them, and it was really amazing to see the kids in India enjoying engineering for kids just as they do in the U.S. That's fantastic. What's the best way for our listeners, Dory, to get more information on becoming a franchisee? Any websites that they should go to? Yes, engineeringforkids.com is the best place to visit, and there is a franchise tab at the top of the website. If they click on that, they can fill in information to, um, you know, receive a contact back, and we can take the conversation further. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Dory, for coming on the show. I think this is an amazing concept, and I would really like to invite you back next year as you continue to grow. I'm going to um, keep watching uh, Engineering for Kids. I think it's a great concept. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Dory. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. 
Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over six years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Who's helping build America one small business at a time? Franchise Inc., a free consulting service. For years, Franchise Inc., a national company, has been helping people franchise their business concept and help folks like you own a franchise. With over 2,500 franchise systems out there, it can be awfully confusing. Don't take chances with your future. At Franchise Inc., we've done the homework for you. We can help match your interests and background with the franchise that's right for you. And we only work with proven franchise systems with a solid reputation and track record of success. The consultants at Franchising can help you with your short and long-term wealth strategy. Give us a call today and we'll send you free our best-selling book, Solving the Puzzle of Owning a Franchise. Remember, it's not just owning a franchise, but finding the right one for you. Call us at 800-961-0420 for a quick consultation to discuss what's important to you, your business, and your future. The service is free. The book is free. What do you have to lose? Find the business that's right for you. Call Franchise, Inc. at 800-961-0420. That's Franchise, Inc. at 800-961-0420. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting franchise interviews many years now, and over that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. One of the popular quotes that makes it into our Great Quotes in Franchising podcast comes from the question, what advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur looking to buy a franchise? And we asked that question to Wanda Sieber of Unishippers of Green Bay, and I thought Wanda's answer was really just as good as anything we've ever heard on the show. So we're going to play that clip for you right now. So enjoy. The question I've been dying to ask you, you know, from all of your experience, because you've been doing this a long time now, and the majority of our listeners want that. We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, they want to, they know that they want to go into their own business, and it seems like they're most interested in franchising. What would you say to them from all your years of experience as a franchisee? Well, I I love being an entrepreneur, but I really love being a franchisepreneur because it takes a lot of the risk and nighttime drama out of a person's life. I don't think anybody wants to start a business and lay awake uh, feeling like they need to throw right. up every night. Sure. And you can do that if, uh, well, you can do that anytime you want, but a lot of that goes away when you're part of a a franchise system. Um, we get a lot of calls from potential franchisees, and they ask me, what What do you like about Unishippers in particular? Mm-hmm. And I'll share that, but I think there are good things to look for as you're looking at any franchise system. Um, 
and hopefully when you're looking at a franchise system, you're able to call existing franchisees and, and do due diligence. Right. Um, the first is uh, we're really pleased with the ethical leadership of our leadership team. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has uh, come from the franchise body. They owned franchises and still own franchises, wow. uh, but they were hired by the corporate office as we transitioned from the original founding ownership mm-hmm. to this leadership team. So I'm, I'm very impressed with their, their ethics. I've been very uh, impressed with how they retool. Uh, as I mentioned, when we first started, we were only reselling overnight letters and packages for Airborne Express. That was really pre-fax machines, right. pre-email uh, attachments. So if that was all we were doing, you certainly would not be talking to me right now. Wow. So we've retooled to add freight, international shipping, rail, uh, ocean. So retooling for market changes is big. I also love that uh, there's a lot of franchisee input, uh, grassroots, bottom-up input, to the franchisor through their advisory councils. There's a, a marketing advisory council, a sales advisory council, a technical advisory council, and then I sit on the, the president's advisory council. I like to say that I'm the token woman there. Uh, <laughs> but it, that kind of feedback to the franchisor, right. uh, that's, that's the first important part of the equation. But the second important part is they actually listen to it, and we have found that franchisees are able to shape the policies implemented by the franchisor. If we come up with a great idea, they'll vet it, and if it's a great idea, it becomes the franchise policy. So those are all good things to look for as you're looking at a particular franchise system. I I think it's very powerful advice. You know, we've been doing the show now seven years, and and, and I I think that's one of the best responses we've got, you know, is, is, you know, particularly, you know, with the leadership, I'm very impressed how they were franchisees because I think that's very important, um, you know, that they can empathize. I think sometimes it's difficult for someone to empathize what it's truly like to be a franchisee, you know, if you've never done it before. Um, and something you mentioned, too, on it is the whole, like, retooling. And I think that's important, too. It's a great word to use, the nighttime drama. It probably happens a lot with entrepreneurs, right? You're thinking, okay, what do I have to do next, you know? And you're thinking about all these different ideas, and you don't know what's going to work and what's not going to work. And I'm sure Unishippers does a lot of um, research, you know, market research as far as, you know, what's going on out there, what trends are taking place in the industry. And then, again, the franchisee input is is so important because I don't think all, you know, again, studying franchising for for as long as I have now, not all of them really act upon, you know, the input from the franchisees. They'll listen to it, but they don't really do anything with it, you know, so I think that's right, so important what right. you just said, you know, I, I think that's very powerful, so, you know, I, I can understand, um, you know, why you enjoy the Unishippers system so much. What's... Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.